0: I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. Let's talk about five things that could be in the way of you achieving your best orgasm. Okay, so the first thing that could be in the way Of you achieving your best orgasm. Notice that I'm not saying an orgasm, I'm talking about your best orgasm. The first thing that I wanna touch on is not feeling your feelings. If you consider your life and it seems or it appears that maybe it's a bit dull, muted, or that you're stuffing things down, not feeling your feelings, repression, suppression, And a lack of expression, which is required to have a really powerful, incredible, earth-shattering orgasm, if you're not feeling your feelings, it could get in the way of that. So, just want to mention that if this is something that you are challenged by, a way that you can dip your toe into the waters of starting to feel your feelings, because that's really challenging for a lot of people. I'm just going to be honest here. That is really challenging for so many people. And for me, it was for quite some time. And I have always been a big feeler. But I mean, I grew up in an environment that said, you know, if you cry, then it's weak. And so I countered that with stuff it down and don't feel it. And so I also um, was taught that my pleasure had to be hidden. So, you know, don't feel that either. So for a lot of people, a way that you can get, you know, dip your toe in would be to Whether you identify as male or female, man, woman, or non binary, find a group of people who resonate with you or you resonate with them. Women's circles, men's circles, non binary circles, where you're communicating about the things that you haven't been feeling. And then possibly you'll go from neutral or muted or not really feeling too much to a lot of tears and sadness and on the other the other side of sadness is pleasure have you ever heard of a crygasm <laughs> where people actually purge tears they move energy by moving their emotions and so this is just one of a few things that could potentially get in the way of you achieving your best orgasm so feel your feelings y'all the second thing that could get in the way of you achieving your best orgasm is being so focused on the outcome of having an orgasm. If you make your sex goal-oriented, it's a really easy way for you to stay in your head and out of your body and stay in your head versus being present with the sensations that are moving through your body. It's also a way that you keep the sensation and the focus very localized to your genitals. And so the, the best orgasm phrase that I mentioned you know, what's typically reported in these really expansive, crazy orgasms is that it's felt throughout a person's body, which means the person is allowing the sensation to permeate and expand throughout their nervous system and throughout their body versus it being so focused on the orgasm itself. um, And without it being so focused on You know, when we get to orgasm, the sex is done. Because for a lot of people, that's what they think. For a lot of people, if it's penis and vagina intercourse, it's when the penis comes. When the penis has an ejaculation, then it means the end of sex. And so we know, all of y'all listening to me here know that that's not necessarily the case. It can, but it doesn't have to be. So being focused on the outcome can potentially get in the way of you having your very best orgasm something else that could get in the way is not breathing so when i was growing up and i started to realize that touching my genitals led to this really beautiful feeling before i ever understood that it was actually sexual i just thought oh this feels really good and so put my you know butt up against the front end of the of the bathtub and scoot you know body parts underneath the flowing water that comes out of the faucet. Like I remember doing that at like four or five years old. And eventually I realized that this was something to be ashamed of. And I went to a private Catholic school when I was growing up and I learned that this was masturbation. And the word masturbation literally means to defile with your hands and to waste time. And um, of course it means some other things etymology etymologically. Uh, But those are the ones that I remember off the top of my head. And so I realized like, oh, what I'm doing is wrong and I can't let anyone know. And with this can't let anyone know, it means I have to do it in private. I have to do it very quickly just in case someone might find me out and I can't make a sound. So what I realized, and I know this now from doing this work for so long, that a lot of people do this no matter what type of person they are, how they identify is they stop breathing because if they stop breathing, then they can mute the sensations. They can mute the expression and they can make it happen quietly. So it's not breathing and also not making sounds. So it might feel really counterintuitive, but your best orgasm might be on the other side of Attempting orgasm in a different way that actually doesn't feel very good. (laughs) So you might try to experience pleasure or get to orgasm in a way that you've never done before, but you're you're kind of like Pavlov's dog in a sense, where you've trained your body and your brain and your pleasure patterns to orgasm in a particular way. And if you take that thing away, then it's hard to repattern and do it in a different way, even if you want to. So it might take some time showing your body that you can receive pleasure in a different way, it might feel so weird. Even if you're in your house by yourself doing, you know, a a self-pleasure ritual or masturbating, whatever you, whatever language you want to use. And it would be just like the weirdest thing. No one's in the house. And to go, (sighs) it takes you out of it because you're like, whoa, this is so weird. I haven't, I've never done that. Also, if you were to make sounds with that, it could take you really out of that experience, kind of distract you. But if you continue to revisit it, it won't stay that way. And with every breath, you breathe the pleasure from your genitals, you breathe it up through the crown of your head and you breathe out and you let it go out through your arms and the tips of your fingers. And with each breath, you continue oxygenating your brain and your body and you keep pulling that pleasure and that sensation from your genitals all throughout your body. That's a possibility. There's a possibility on the other side of that, that you have one of the best orgasms of your life. So not breathing. And I'll add in as I'm recording here, this one wasn't on the list, but not making sounds could possibly be. In the way of you achieving your very best orgasm. So, uh, the next one that I would like to mention is being so focused on your partner, which being focused on the outcome that kind of goes hand in hand, but being so focused on your partner like, does your partner like this position? Does your partner want this motion or this touch or the, you know, being so focused on the other person that you can't be present with the sensations inside of your own body or you know, is my partner turned off because I'm in this position and I can see cellulite or body rolls or body hair, or you are distracted by something else that's going on between you and the person that you are being intimate with, but you're being so focused on them that it's hard for you to be present with the sensations that are going on inside of your body. Okay. So that's one last ones that i want to mention and it's three groups together because they can go together it's you haven't had enough time so sometimes people go into sex and it's cool if you only have time for a quickie it really is it's cool you know jordan and i we have lots of different types of sex maintenance sex is like we're feeling distant and we know that our relationship needs the fuck. Yes, each one of us are going to benefit from it, but our relationship needs it needs that lubrication so to speak, which I'm going to touch on, the lubrication. Um but our relationship needs to fuck. And so that maintenance sex or that quickie sex, like I'm getting ready to go on a trip and we don't have much time. I got to make it to the airport, so it's like we've got 7 minutes. Now, my neither of our bodies have been in the arousal pattern for all that long. And so we understand that that quickie sex isn't going to lead us necessarily to the best orgasm. But when we have enough time and we can try different techniques and we can focus on lots of sensation, lots of breathing, lots of sounds and lots of blood flow inside of our bodies, then that's going to potentially lead us to some really powerful elongated orgasms and for me it will lead to potentially up to three or four orgasms in a session and with that time and the varying techniques and all of that because that's what i'm that's the other thing that i'm touching on is technique as well that could be in the way of you achieving the best orgasm is like you're not changing things up but there's a fine balance between changing things up and doing what really 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 works um the, the last piece of this that I want to touch on is the lack of lubrication. And so the average vulva and vagina takes anywhere from 18 to 40 minutes. I think the average is around 20 minutes to become fully engorged with blood and for arousal fluid to be present around the opening of the vagina. And so something can be inserted very easily. Does that mean it's important to take 20 minutes to warm up before you ever get to sex? No, like we've got shit to do. So sometimes that's not possible, right? I'm on my way to the airport. I've got seven minutes. That doesn't mean don't have sex. It just means be okay with that fast sex, be okay with that maintenance sex. But there are times when I would really like to have a totally different experience than that, which means coming up against the edge of my best orgasm, or maybe even actually having my best orgasms. And I need time. I need to be lubricated. My partner also needs the time. And so I think for a lot of, you know, heterosexual relationships where you've got one penis and one vagina that are at play, there's this idea that the person with the penis it's just they go from in Jordan's words 6 to midnight they're cock solid and they're ready to go right away but there's time there's an arousal pattern that's at play there too and while yes they could go right into having sex and then right into ejaculation typically there's also a difference in if they were to come up against the edge several times and eventually get to the ejaculation or maybe even it out to the point where they can feel the orgasmic energy running and coursing through their bodies without getting to ejaculation. So, and if you want to hear more about that, I have an episode with Cam Frazier that I thought was just absolutely incredible. And we talk about edging for men and we talk about circulating the energy and semen retention and all of that. So, lack of lubrication technique. And time are the last things on my list here. Now, these were five things, a couple of them were buckets, more or less, that could possibly be in the way of you achieving your best orgasm or orgasms. So it's all up to you to take a look at the types of orgasms or the types of sex, rather, that you've been having and decide what is present, what is missing what out of this little list could you stand to make a tweak or a shift or a change to potentially lead you to even more pleasure i love you all and thank you as always for listening to that sex check this is another little mini episode i hope that you are enjoying them and if at any given time you decide that you would like some accountability in your sex and love life and deepening your intimacy whether you are single or whether you are in partnership or whether you are in a place of transitioning in or out of uh, a relationship, we are here. Sex and Love Co. is here. And of course, we would be absolutely enthused to help you along your journey. I'll See y'all on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.